0: Okay, by now, I'm sure you're feeling it just a little bit. Ramadan's over. You wanted to maintain some things. Maybe it's getting hard. Maybe you weren't able to maintain anything at all. Maybe you just missed that high or that barakah that comes with that time. So this is like a common problem with most Muslims. So if you're having it, no worries. Don't feel bad about yourself. But I will say this, catching yourself in this time, this specific time right now, before you kind of go on a different tangent is really critical so listen to that voice inside your head that's saying i need to get a grip of myself right now right after ramadan before i fall into bad habits before i forget this feeling i had before like all that stuff it's super super key and in this podcast we're going to cover some reminders on that we need to keep you strong for the rest of the year ramadan was meant to be a recharge you to go on until the next ramadan it was never meant to be a burst and then a fallout okay so let's not let that happen i got you and look forward to amazing support from here to the rest of ramadan if you're a new listener we have like the next next ramadan we have tons of stuff to support you but let's get into what's going to help you right now post ramadan Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, bringing you podcast two times a week now that Ramadan is over. I know there was like a big high where we were doing like three times a week, but two times a week now that Ramadan is over um, on topics that you guys love, like marriage, relationships, parenting, life hacks, all that really, really good stuff, love. And I'm actually coming up in June, many of you will be excited to know we are reopening our free um marriage class on how to find a spouse this is where we have had just an incredible amount of feedback from you guys of how much you're loving it and benefiting you're having a lot of like need for clarity on how the process goes because we noticed that the majority of muslims don't do it right in terms of um, they just follow their culture they follow what their parents are saying or maybe they've been divorced and they don't know why things didn't work out or they kind of do know why, but they don't want to repeat it the second time Uh, or maybe their parents and they want their children to be married the right way. So they go and they take that knowledge. It honestly is for everyone for divorcees and for, um, parents and for young women looking for the first time. So um because I myself made the program and then I'm I, I kind of at some point have fallen into all of these categories. And so anyway, in the program it's always really nice when we always get notifications from women that they've found spouses and they're getting married and one in particular she was only one state away so right after I got to attend her um, her party actually I think she had a henna and then inshallah I will be attending her wedding um, in just um, I think a week and a half so that is surreal very exciting to know that um, she went through the program and then in the end, you know, to actually get to physically see her in her moments of glory. And it's just, it's really, really so touching. And the fact that I get to be there physically, she was very, very close because I'm in the States, you guys must know. And I'm the with Alhamdulillah, so that's really exciting. Um, that was fun at that, uh, I think we did like a small henna or something, and then we're going to go to the wedding as well. So very exciting, so excited that it's really been benefiting so many of you. And in June, um, inshallah, we will be opening up. I think we're going to start the wait list for the free class, um, maybe next podcast. I'll, I'll put it up here. All right, so let's get into um, Ramadan and post Ramadan and the Eid. So in our Eid, we kind of, I went off the grid for a couple of days. A lot of guys of you are following my Instagram or you're normally in Thrive or anywhere else, and you're like, oh my gosh, I sent her a message. Usually she gets back within 24 hours. I notice it's been like 48 hours or whatever, 72 hours. I took about three days straight and I just, to relax and be with my family. And that is something I literally never do. If you know me at all, I'm pretty much on, on, on six, seven days a week. And a lot of people don't know that this work that I do to help and support women is probably 10 to 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. It's not. short thing when i say 10 to 12 hours it's like i'll do a chunk of five hours here five hours here maybe two hours here two hours it's really just um like you guys are really in my life and i'm constantly connecting with you and supporting you through our courses through our classes through our book clubs through thrive through so many places so i gave my entire team and myself, just a couple days to connect with family and and get off of social media. And I think that's really important for people. Um, A lot of people are looking for connections. They keep going to social media for that. And that's good. But sometimes there's people right in front of you, your loved ones. And not everybody might get along with everybody as best as they wish, but how can you ever get along with people if you never just put the phone down, right? So that's what we did. We went to Lake George. Um, I actually videotaped all of it, parasailing swimming um games you know we went out and ate went into the, the town there and before in the other i think the only other aid video i did on youtube was in 2019 where we did it in new york city you could always go check it out went to some famous hot spots in new york city um this time we did like a very different one where it was just like it was like nature lakes mountains total difference and i think we all needed that and so i'm back so today we're gonna talk about post ramadan so Number one, before Ramadan ends, before Ramadan ends, you should have had a plan for transitioning into Ramadan. I mean, for for post Ramadan. What do I mean by that? So like, again, one of the things I do in Ramadan recharge and you guys shout out to you guys, you guys know, um, in our program is the last week I huddle the women together and I'm like, okay, actually every week I huddle them together and I'm like, all right, like, so how how are your goals going? Like, you know, is this going well? Is that not going well? Like what's going on? And we check in, check in, check in with it. But on the last week we say, okay, look, we're about to send you off on your way into the, into the world, right? The Shaitan is going to be unleashed. All the nefs and everything, it's going to be back to like some more difficult things. How are you going to transition? How are you going to keep yourself to keep some of the gains from Ramadan and keep them after Ramadan? So we instantly, before it ends, do this. And I suggest if you, if you didn't do it this year, that's fine. From now on, take that last week to make a plan. Now, let me tell you what one example might sound like, because I love examples. I, I used to have a friend and every time, because I'm a, I'm an educator at heart, right? I'm a licensed educator. I would always tell them a story. And I'm like, for example, and they're like, what's with all the examples? I'm like, people need examples. So that's just me. Um, so basically, um, you know, with with um you know let's say pretend ramadan you did eight rakat of tarawi prayer so what am i going to do with that after ramadan a lot of people do all these night prayers and then when ramadan ends they don't do any night prayers i don't know why that is so my um it's supposed to get you like the purpose of ramadan is to get you to have like a really great year it's the beginning it's not the end right it's just the beginning like you fueled up to go on a long journey for the rest of the year until the next on the line so you should be super fueled up right now and then just like it's not like you're gonna be like taken off down the street and then the car dies everybody gets out the car and everybody just goes on their own way no, you're supposed to be in the in the, the vehicle going on your new uh, life changing behavioral journey right and so hopefully, Ramadan has given you some better habits. So, for example, I remember one year with my husband, we did eight rakav tarawih, right? Like we always do that, but we said, "Okay, this year we want to make sure that we keep four that we do together every night." So that's what we did. We took four, and every night we did four together, and that we did that until the next Ramadan, and then we held on to it. And what we did from there is we, sorry, I hit pause for a second. Basically, um, we kept it for the rest of the year. And then the next Ramadan came. And so we were ready. We're praying the four, uh, four, four rakat together at night. It wouldn't be called tarawih, it'd be like a qiyam, right? And so we were like, all right, cool. Like, Let's add on something else. So all Ramadan, um, like we made sure that we prayed before Fajr together, like before Fajr. Since you're up for suhoor anyway, right? Like two, four, six raqa together as husband and wife. And so post Ramadan, we're like, we're gonna wake each other up before Fajr. Every year, excuse me, every day, and we're gonna do two raka together and then pray for together. And so we did, and we did that for the whole year. Just two, just two raka. Come on, it takes two minutes. If you can't do it, that just means you don't want it, right? So we were like, we did, and we would push each other. And so the next year, we were like, okay, cool. So we kept our four, we did, th- you know, it's like this stairs method. And I talk about in the YouTube video that's coming in, that's uh, out recently. And subhanAllah, like my point is, before Ramadan ended, We made a plan together before Ramadan ends. I make plans with the women in our program. So if you are already struggling with this, it could be because you didn't do that. You didn't have an easy transition, but no worries if that's your case. Now, all I want you to do is I want you to just take note of the gains. Like you could put a column like a T chart. Okay. Just make like a column on the left column on the right and the line in the middle on the left, you can title that column, like, you know, great things I want to take away from Ramadan. And maybe you can have just a couple bullets, a couple numbers of things that you really loved. I love that I was reading Quran more. I love that I was calmer. I was less angry. I love this. I love this. And on the on the column on the right, how am I going to maintain this? And this is the key. You have to be realistic. I was doing, let's say, 8 to 12 rak'ah during Ramadan. I'm not going to do that. And during the year, that's just not realistic because life happens and it's it's just It's just super intense in Ramadan, but I still want to do the night prayer. Like I'm not going to limit myself. Don't get me wrong. There might be some nights where I'm going to do eight anyway, but at least the point is consistency. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the consistent deeds. Well, how can I do that? For my husband and I, the way I put in my chart, the way I could do it is I needed help. I needed support. So I'll be like, my husband and I can do it together. We don't have to do eight. We can do four. You get me? It's really important that you think about how can you actually do it, not just pretend it's going to happen. All right, so I suggest just give yourself at least one or two things that you're going to hold on to for the rest of the year. Don't bombard yourself with many. For me, it's always one or two. Usually one might be personal and the other one might be um, something spiritual. Number two suggestion I give you is whatever you're going to do post Ramadan, do it right away. It right away so for me for example i know a lot of women do weight loss in ramadan and I, I help you guys with that i have like the the um the books that we give and all the ebooks that many of you guys have benefited from especially in the program that we had tons of bonuses that we gave away on these things so like how to stay motivated how to have um hushua and salat like all these different things and one of them was health and weight loss and a lot of you guys benefited for me i don't actually like do dieting or anything in ramadan that's just not me and i don't really like find that works for me and that's not like I want to focus on the ibadah aspects and things, but post Ramadan, because what happens is in Ramadan we actually have so many carbs. Like even though we want to pretend it's not going to happen, in my husband's culture they have so many carbs. So if we really sat down one year, we were like, oh my gosh, you you eat so many carbs in your culture, and he's like, yeah, I know. And then like so, but the thing is like they're nostalgic. So we have done like healthier versions of them, but they're still carbs nonetheless. So at the end of Ramadan. I always feel like I had a bit of a carb fest, even if I like really ate healthy at the end. Anyway, had soups, had fruits and stuff, and veg. Like it doesn't matter. I still feel like I had a carb fest. So right now, um, I knew that was going to happen. Um, I'm actually doing keto and I don't do keto like I don't think keto is a sustainable lifestyle that's just my personal opinion you could totally like think it is Um, but because you're so limited on the fruits and vegetables and things that you can eat long term I didn't find it sustainable for myself but for short-term wins to do that with like some type of intermittent fasting or something just to quickly get yourself back to your general body weight or things like that for me that's always been helpful so I do that just for a couple weeks and I go right back in so I knew that was gonna happen so I instantly went and I changed the food in the fridge right away or i knew i wanted to go right back into a workout regimen boom so i gave myself a couple days maybe two three days and i didn't let it go further than that and boom i went straight into my workout regimen I, again i plan these things before that ends so right now what i want to suggest to you is one transition into things right transition into things that are easy and realistic and two transition into them right away these are the secrets to maintain your gains right and then lastly i like to brainstorm all the things That I am gonna do and then just one by one start to make timelines and plans on how I'm gonna knock them out so if you guys watch my YouTube video you're gonna see that I go into like different areas of my life I think one of them was like health and fitness and or maybe one of them was fitness then food I think I put them into two separate categories because I wanted to make like a workout plan for myself that was different because when I come off of Ramadan I am weak I don't know about you guys even though I'm a naturally healthy person and you might not be into working out or anything but my body just generally feels weak because I haven't been doing any like exercise extraneously. So when I went to go back and work out yesterday or the day before, it was like, woo! it was not as easy, but I knew that. And I had to take it easy on myself and I don't lose hope. And I'm just like, it's all right. It's going to be that way for the first couple of days or a week or whatever. Alhamdulillah. And so with the food, I made sure that I quickly switched out the fridge cleaned out the freezer for Ramadan like really like that Sunday because I think like it was midweek went in on Sunday and just did a whole fridge clean out and swap over and um you know made a plan to keep any of the food we haven't used in terms of the freezer and what I can plan to do that but right away put in a ton of things that were more towards what my goals were and then lastly with that with um I think another category i had was um like my kids noticing that the weather's changing i wanted to do some things outside with them homeschooling how i'm going to change that i had some projects in the house different things like that so my point is take a notepad and kind of do like a bit of a brain dump and i know that's a horrible word but it is what it is you just go on the notepad and you start writing down all the things that now that you're not fasting anymore you want to be able to do and if you're in the six days of shawel fasting the six days of shawel and you're able to do that that's really great too. doing that you know you could do them you know you can go check the scholars some say um, you don't have to do it straight you can break it up up to you whatever you want to do but the point is this is an immense time of barakah still and you don't want to lose that steam. so right now get in have projects that I want to do wrote those in I realized that because of Ramadan we were isolated for 30 days from people more so because we're tired we're fasting we're not going out just injecting some things with family the way we could see other people we're about to do some travel yeah inshallah not even I think maybe within a month or something we're going to Ethiopia Yeah, very, very exciting. So in Chalabas, I know so many of our listeners are from um, Ethiopia, um, Somalia, Eritrea, Yemen, all these different areas. And so it's really, really great because there's a bit of a mix of culture. And um, so we're going there. We're going to go do um, some vacationing and do a a wedding, um, an act, excuse me and so exciting not for myself another family member and so excited there and then from there we're going to probably head on to turkey um inshallah i think we are going to go to Antalya to do the second part of my surgery i know you guys knew i had a surgery and you guys were so supportive i actually took a ton of footage for turkey didn't get to put it up yet because it is so much footage and it was difficult traveling in turkey and you're going to see that when i put that up it was difficult traveling in turkey in COVID. it was not that fun be honest um but inshallah because um Antalya is going to be more open space. Again, if you're suffering with COVID and that whole thing, go to open spaces. So it's going to be like beach, open space, things like that, water, it's going to be better. So, Alhamdulillah, so inshallah, I just hope you guys take these big three tips, which is basically to review again. One, pre Ramadan, you should have a transitional process for yourself. Like I do in a notebook, I do in a journal, I do in a program, I do with other family members, we actually have a powwow sit down. Yes, I'm not that corny. That's okay. Because that's why we're striving right now. We're doing really well. And then number two, um, you know, you want to make sure a whatever changes you make to sweat you do it right away don't do some inshallah's there because it's never gonna happen and number three get all of those ideas and feelings and things out of your head now if you're struggling right now with bad negative emotional thoughts make sure you're journaling we have a four-point system many of you are benefiting from that it is really something within five to seven minutes you can just take yourself quickly out of that if you're not sure what i mean by that because a lot of my thrivers know shout out to my thrive sisters and we have that there in the vault for them as a downloadable and they just boom go and do it and um, if you're not sure dm me on instagram and i'll definitely try to help you out You guys, definitely, definitely please do also leave us a review because it really helps other women know that this is the space they can come to, to get sincere and earnest help and support. And I know a lot of you guys are like super, super loyal listeners and we thank you so much. I read every single one of your comments. All right, comments. talk to you guys then. Don't forget to get in below and to join the wait list for the book club. It's not